ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined by a man who's got a lot of money in the bank. It's Captain Tips. Absolutely, Sills. And I can tell you, we are less than a week away from the expiration of expirations. That's right, this Sunday, live on the Fight Boys YouTube channel, JWF expiration date, and we've already got tons of great matches lined up. We have got three, count them, three expiration chamber matches. We are going to see the tag titles defended as the VWO face off against the current champions known as bananas and pajamas tips it is already shaping up to be a can't miss pay-per-view 100 percent sills and it's only just the beginning as we set sail on the route to wrestle palooza that is right but before we can get to those matches let's get to this match starting off the show the dylan the number one contender to the jwf Captain's Championship is taking on AJ Steele of the Hard Americans. And interestingly, in this match, Tibbs, let's not forget Dylan has made the decree every match he's in will be a number one contender match. He's putting his number one contendership on the mat or on the line in every single match he has, which let, let's be honest, is already a lot better than our current champion, Blake Tanner, is doing. Of course, Sills, uh, the Dylan doesn't need a championship to put something on the line. He doesn't need a championship to come out here and act like a real champion, which is a lot more that can be said about our current captain's champion because we don't even know where he's at right now. That's right. Oh, and that bell goes ding, and AJ's just slapping Dylan in the face, and look at the sick grin growing on the face of the technical spectacle before, oh, delivering a big slap back to the face of AJ Steele. But you know the hard American won't take that standing down, trying for a second slap. But, ooh, Dylan grabbing him by the arm, whipping him around. Rainmaker clotheslining AJ straight into the mat. And look at this. He's got him in the vice. He's got AJ Steele in the vice. And AJ Steele forced to tap out. What the world was that? I mean, even Dylan looks surprised at how easily he won. Well, shit, that was quick. Uh, huh. Well, it looks like Dylan is, is calling for a microphone. Looks like he is not happy with the, uh, the how that match turned out. Let's see what Dylan has to say. Tibbs, you old son of a bitch. Come on now. I thought we were doing better than this. Come on now, Ghazi, Monkey Flossy. They were putting up fights. I thought you would finally whip this locker room into shape. People were going to actually challenge me. But th this, come on. Come on, we can do better than this. You need to give me better than this. I need a match for expiration date. A real match against a real opponent. Because my old championship needs a number one contender. A true number one contender. And it's going to be me. And I'm going to prove why it will be me. But for that to happen, I need you... To stop? No, stop talking to Spoon. Stop it, Spoon. Shut the hell up. Look at me. I need you to give me a real opponent at the pay-per-view. Can you, can you do that? Get, write it down. Write, I know you have no memory. Too many chair shots to the head. Write it down. Get me an opponent at the pay-per-view. You, go, you good? You got it? You got it, Spoon? Did you see him write it? Good. Later. <laughs> 
Well, Dibs, looks like Dylan calling you calling you out there saying this Sunday the Dylan will be live at Expiration Chamber and he wants an opponent worth facing. Uh, what do you think? Well, Sills, honestly, at this point, what the Dylan wants, the Dylan gets. So I'm, uh, I'm going to get him something special for this one. That's right, but I mean, there is one thing that Dylan wants, and he certainly hasn't got yet, and that is an opportunity at the JWF Captain's Championship. I mean, ever since Dylan returned at the Regal Rumble, the Captain's Champion, Blake Tanner, has been dodging him every step of the way, but unfortunately, when he juked, he should have jived because he juked directly into the expiration chamber where he's going to be facing off against five of the top superstars we have to offer. Absolutely, Sills. There's not going to be any running in that chamber this Sunday. That's right. It looks like Blake Tanner is backstage right now, tracked down by one of our interviewers. So why don't we hear what the captain's champion has to say after that extraordinary display from the number one contender? Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Don McDonald backstage here with the man who's set to defend his title in the expiration chamber this Sunday against five of the JWF's brightest young stars, Blake Tanner. Now, Blake, how do you... Oh, bright how, stars. That's what you call them? Bright stars. Really, McDonald's? You know what I call them? Fucking jackals. Every single one. I mean, look at what happened to me last week. I was in the ring providing nothing but a nice performance review of each and every one of my single opponents at expiration and date. And then what happened? They came out to the ring. They came out to the ring and assaulted me for it, McDonald. They dropped me on my head. They kicked me in the face. And hell, they're lucky I came out of that without any injuries at all. Because if I wasn't cleared to compete, poof. There goes each and every single one of their little opportunities at my title for good. And you can be sure that I'd see to that. That's the thing about these kids nowadays, McDonald. They have no respect. No respect for the champions that came before them. For the men that paved the way for each and every single one of them. I mean, if it wasn't for me, do you think Chuck Gibbons would have ever made it to the JWF? Think about it. Well, I mean, he is actually a very talented performer. Chuck Gibbons, Funky Flossie, FOMO Son, none of them would have been here without me. And especially the Jebeduk. Oh, don't get me started on the Jebeduk. A guy that apparently forgot that I was the one that saved his literal career back in JXT. Yeah. Noah likes to talk about the little fun fact that back in 2018, the Jebeduk was fired from this company. Fired from the JWF. Fired from JXT. Everything. He was gone. The kid's ass was blown out the door. But who brought him back? Who cared about him? Who wanted to see him again because he saw the true potential that was there in the Jebeduk? Who nursed him back to health and made him the first ever JXT champion? Well, actually, I believe that it was Scotty Moore Don't that did that. Don't you believe a single word that Scotty Moore says? It was me, you piece of shit, McDonald! <sighs> you're, all just, you're all just caught in all these webs that have been spun. I saved each and every one of those guys' careers. And you can't tell me otherwise because I was the one that put in the work. I was the one that wheeled and dealed and brought every single one of them to make sure that they would live up to their full potential. To make sure they showed their true colors here in the JWF. 
So fine. If that's the way they want to play it, this Sunday, I'm going to show them all my true colors. Because they aren't dealing with the kind of benevolent, loving leader that they once had. They are dealing with the JWF Captain's Champion, Blake Tanner. And he's going to show them why all these belts belong to me. Well, a uh, very em- emphatic uh, declaration. Uh, secondary question, what, I- what about the Dillon's future title shot? I will are there not be taking any, any more questions at this time, McDonald. Thank you. Okay, well, uh, back to you in the studio then. Well, Tibbs, um, I, I think I've seen a little screw running around here, and I think it might be Blake Tanner, because Blake Tanner's, because I think he's got more than one screw loose up in that noggin of his. Absolutely. Right now, Phil's in. It looks like he is not running with a full set of knives, if you know what I mean. It's like he's got hey, the lights are on, but nobody's home. Blake Tanner's on the ropes, and he can feel it. That is right, but six individuals who will certainly be on the ropes fighting for everything this Sunday will be in our first ever women's exploration chamber match. It's the debut of women's wrestling here in the JWF and right now we're going to get a little preview of what those six women are going to be bringing in a three on three tag team match. We've got the team of Alessia Jinx, Lucretia Pendragon and Larcity Daniels of course two former JXT women's champions there taking on the team of Ayana, Val Curry, and Janie Hooves. And, and Tibbs, let me tell you something. These six women, if you had to ask me to pick six of the greatest talents in JXT, men or women, I would certainly start with them. Of course, Phil. That is why this match tonight is so important. It is a chance for you to see what each and every one of these stars in the making can do and what JWF is going to bring to the table when it comes to women's wrestling. We will not settle for anything less than the best. That's right. Not only that, you got to consider the momentum that the winning team will have heading into the pay-per-view. And as you can see, that bell going ding and the match starting out with Val Curry and Lucretia Pendragon. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. Val is definitely with a size disadvantage. And oh, unfortunately, that size disadvantage is allowing Lucretia Pendragon to take control with a big wrist lock just wrenching on the arm of Val. Now, interestingly enough, these two women, Lucretia, Val Curry, this duo, they were the two that Scotty Moore said we needed to look out for in the expiration chamber. And let me tell you something. I got to agree with him. Absolutely, Sylvie. You got to think. Val Curry, the daughter of none other than Momoa Curry, one of the most devastating champions we've ever had in the JWF. You got to think that knowing that Val Curry knows everything that Momoa does, that that would scare Scotty more and more than anything. And Lucretia Pendragon, well, she's a crusader of professional wrestling. That is right. I mean, I'm actually not that familiar with her, but ooh, looks like she is making herself known tonight, just hurling Val into those ropes and then dropping her with a big boot. Lucretia Pendragon showing her power in this match, but look at this, Tim. She is actually allowing Val to tag in her partner, Janie Hoops. I think Lucretia just wants to cause more punishment. Yeah, that's a good a good point there. And she's got Val Curry down. Instead of adding into uh, adding more injury on top of it, she wants to see how she'll do against Val's teammates. 
That's right, and Janie Hooves coming in, but oh, unfortunately, eats a big clothesline from Lucretia and a second. Lucretia taking the former JXT Women's Champion to task right now before. Oh no, big kick to the gut, and she's got her up. She's got her up for that Knight's Cross powerbomb, but no, Janie slips behind. Janie slips behind, rolls up Lucretia. One. Two. Ooh, barely kicking out the last minute of his Lucretia Pendragon. And, and look at that. Lucretia looks furious. And if I was Janie Hooves, I'd be getting out of the ring. Absolutely. That is your moment. That's the moment you can take to get away from all of this. But wait. That's right. Oh, my God. Look at that. Alessia Jinx, Lucretia's own tag partner, tagging herself in. And Lucretia doesn't seem happy about it. Oh, definitely not happy about it. Just cracking Alessia across the jaw with a big right hand. And Tibbs, I think Lucretia just knocked out her own damn tag partner. All right. That that goes to show you just how how, how you don't want to cross Lucretia Pendragon here, Sills. She, she is not going to have anything less than perfection. That's right, and it looks like she is leaving this match. Uh, uh, Lucretia saying, if you think you can handle it better, I'm out. It looks like Janie Hoops taking advantage of it, falling into a pinfall. One, ooh, kicking out is Alessia Jinx, but unfortunately Alessia still looking a little bit rocked. And it looks like Janie is looking to rock her world just a little bit more, calling for it, the whiplash. But, ooh, Alessia reversing it into a big slam to the earth. And she's got her locked in, Tibbs. The very same move that won her, the JXT Women's Champion, Alessia with the cross arm breaker and Janie Hooves looking ready to tap. Oh, Sills, this is it. This could be it. Here we go. That's right, but oh, unfortunately, Alessia just getting taken out by a big sliding lariat from Val Curry. But unfortunately, here comes Larceny Daniels to even the odds. There's a brawl breaking out in the ring, Tibbs. This is absolute chaos. Of course, Sills, it looks like things have just broken down here after Lucretia Pendragon is left. And now it is a free-for-all. That's right, and Val with, ooh, a big Momoan punch, taking out Alessia before throwing Lucretia, or I'm sorry, before throwing Larceny out of the ring, but unfortunately, Janie Hooves cannot capitalize. Janie Hooves still wearing the effects of that cross arm breaker. Both of these women need to make a tag and fat. And Sills, it's all going to come down to who can make it first, who can crawl to their side of the ring and get that tag in. That's right, both women crawling towards their respective corners. And ooh, Alessia tagging in Larceny Daniels, but Janie tagging in a woman who has not been in this match yet. Ayana, the warrior princess, is in the ring, and Tim, she is like a house of fire going after Larceny. Absolutely, you do not want to get on Ayana's bad side, because when she gets going, there's nothing that can stop her. That's right, big kick to the jaw of Larceny. Ooh, sweeping the leg before bouncing off the ropes to hit a beautiful shining wizard. That knee connecting with the jaw, going for the pinfall. One, two, ooh, and unfortunately that pinfall got broken up at the last minute by Alessia Tibbs. We could have had a three count right there. Absolutely, Sills, if Alessia hadn't got, gotten back to her senses and broken that up, it, it could have just been the end. That's right, but here comes Janie Hooves. Janie Hooves in the ring running interception. And she has got her tip. She may not have gotten to hit it earlier. But there it is, the whiplash to Alessia, who rolls out of the ring and directly into a spear from Val Curry. These three women are working together phenomenally. Absolutely. You cannot, you cannot count out the teamwork in this match. 
That's right. Now look at that. Larceny just screaming at Alessia on the floor, but unfortunately, look, standing up behind her is none other than the warrior princess, and she's got her. She's got her from behind. She's locking her in it. The Bayonetta, that vicious chokehold, and she has finally taken her down. She's got her hooks in. She's got her hooks in, and Larceny Daniels has no chance but to tap out. There it is, Sills. You can't go up against Ayana like that. Ayana is the perfect package when it comes to a wrestler. An amazing performer in the ring, and she can do just about anything. That's right, and look there in the ring. I said that this team needed momentum heading into this Sunday, and I think they just got it. Three women with a big advantage, but oh, look at this. Val Curry and Ayana staring each other down. You know, for the longest time, both of them were fighting over who the face of the JXT women's division were, and it looks like that fight is continuing into the JWF. Of course, Sylv, you got to think about that. Val Curry with, with the, the wrestling pedigree. Ayana with the sheer force of will. Well, what's going to happen when those two go face to face? Oh, but unfortunately, it looks like they are not going to be getting the attention as they get drop kicked out of the ring by Janie Hooves. And Tims, let me tell you something. That is a one-moment lesson in making an impact courtesy of Janie Hooves, the last woman standing in this match and the woman who very well may go on to Wrestlepalooza to fight to become the first-ever JWF Women's Champion. Can't count out Janie Hooves either. She is a master of being the comeback kid. That is right. But speaking of a team that definitely made a comeback in 2020, I want to talk about the former Mr. Cash in the Bag and our current JWF Tag Team Champions, Bananas in Pajamas. A team that, Tibbs, let's be honest, despite having the titles, despite having all this momentum, have been struggling to really cement themselves as the tag team of the JWF. Because, of course, for the longest time, that title has been held by their opponents at expiration date, the VWO. Of course, Sills, this is going to be this is gonna be a, a rematch for the ages, let's say. This new Bananas in Pajamas coming face-to-face -face against the VWO. That's right. We, of course, remember the first time they held championship gold, the VWO defeated them for it. They've been embarrassed ever since. But the Bananas in Pajamas are backstage with one of our top interviewers, so why don't we hear what they have to say? Hello everybody, Honey Pot make 86 degrees here with the two men who are set to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the VWO this Sunday for their tag team championships. The men known as Bananas in Pajamas. Now boys, you actually had your contract signing earlier today and you claim that you've added a stipulation to the match. Oh! Oh, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say we added a little stipulation because, you know, the old Bananas in Pajamas, boys, mm. we got a plan headed into every match plan. we go into. We got a plan, and those VWO chumps fell right into our trap. Yeah, snip, snap right into our trap, baby. Because you don't listen, you cloud boys. You didn't read the fine print. Yeah, you and can't even read. You can't no, read, you baby. You can't read. I can't read either, but you can't. And this fine print here, this fine print, it says that we're going to get to do whatever we want to you boys in the ring. Oh, we could use steel chairs, oh, a yeah. ball hole, barbed wire bats, 
How about I don't know if I'm comfortable with that, but yeah. I'ma do it. And flaming tables that set some tables on fire. We could go hardcore, baby. Exploding barbed wire death match. No, can't do that. Can't do that. Okay, normal barbed wire death match courtesy of bananas and pajamas because believe me we may not look it with our pretty faces but bananas and pajamas we know how to go hardcore baby oh and it appears that we've been joined by the vwo themselves well uh, oh boys how how do you react to this sudden revelation Oh, oh, I'll tell you how they reacted. They're peeing their little pants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see it. I see the piss. There's piss in them pants. Oh, wet. Bananas in pajamas. They're so smart and sexy and sexual. I can't believe they tricked us. Oh, God, no. Uh, yeah. You didn't trick us. Wait, what? No, no, because we put it in the fine print, and you yeah, can't read No, fine. no, 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 we, actually, boys, uh, you know we've got a lawyer that reads all of our match contracts, don't you? I, I mean, we got Johnny's cousin, who's like... I yeah, mean, yeah, like, yeah, Vinny, I mean, he's lawyer adjacent, so... Yeah, yeah, law, lawyer adjacent. Uh, oh, oh, so I guess that means that you guys didn't see our added stipulation... No, wait, wait, hold on. G- give us that contract. Wait, what wait, are you wait, talking wait, about, Cloud? Uh, yeah, hold on. Give that here. Well, well, boys. Well, right here, boys, you can see that we've added a nice little stipulation for the VWO that when we beat you this Sunday, which has gotten so much more easy for us now that it's Extreme Rules, by the way, bananas in pajamas will be forced to leave the JWF for good. You see, boys, you've been doing all this talk about who the best tag team in the JWF is, and it's made me realize that there is really only room for one of us in this company. So, Sunday, Bananas in Pajamas are going to get kicked out of this company directly into the unemployment line. And the VWO are going to prove why we are the best of all time. Well, uh, Tibbs, what the hell? Did, did I, I assume you approved this. All contracts go through, through you. Is this a loser leaves town match? Well, I guess so, Sills. I, I guess my lawyer didn't read the contract. Okay, well, apparently these stakes just got upped quite a bit this Sunday. Extreme Rules tag titles on the line. Winners are champions. Losers, they don't work here anymore. This is this is astounding. Of course, Sills. I, I, I mean, I hate to see any of our tag teams go, but... Well, it is bananas in pajamas, so they might be back. <laughs> that is right, Tibbs, but... One man who has also made a great comeback in the year of 2020 into 2021 was your son, Chuck Tibbs. Of course, we remember him using his cash in the bag briefcase, becoming JWF champion. And of course, that title reign ended by one of his opponents this Sunday at expiration date, Guy Fieri. But of course, back at the Regal Rumble, Chuck Tibbs said he was bringing the real Chuck Tibbs, and he did exactly that and absolutely destroyed Guy Fieri, earning back his championship. But Tibbs, 
It's one thing to defeat one man. This Sunday, Chuck Tibbs is going to have to defeat five. Uh, Sills, and if you, if you want a test for a champion, there are a few places better than the expiration chamber. And let me tell you, Sills, I'm proud of my son. I'm proud of all of his accomplishments. But he has to understand just how big of a hurdle this is going to be. That is right, and Chuck Tibbs is in our ring right now for what may be his final stand as JWF champion. Let's have a listen. So, this Sunday, I step into the expiration chamber for the second time in my career. But believe me, the difference between those two times are gonna be night and day, people. The first time I stepped into the chamber, I was barely a year into this company. I didn't know who I was, and I damn sure earned those you-can't-wrestle chants because I, I still remember them. I still hear them to this day. And really, I, I knew I couldn't wrestle. I knew that they were right. But somehow... Despite all that, in my first chamber match, I managed to make it all the way down to the final two. And I stood there against the JWF champion and I choked. I choked. I was there, staring into the face of destiny, staring into the last man between me and this title around my waist right now. I got overwhelmed, and I was consequently dropped onto my skull and pinned for the one, two, three. Three years later, three years after that, almost to the day, and I am going to walk into that chamber with the roles reversed. Myself being the iron door that stands between those five men and this title. I know how big of a target I've got on my back that's going to be there throughout that entire match. But I am willing to put up with it. And I am willing to do what I've done for my entire career. Fight. Fight like my life depends on it. Because... To those five men that I'm going to be facing this Sunday, well, I want you to look at what I was able to do three years ago. Make it all the way down to the final two. Green is all goose shit. Me versus the champion. No one expected Chuck Tibbs to even survive the first two minutes of that match, let alone make it to the end. And I was able to do that. I was able to do that three years ago. What the hell do you expect that I can accomplish now? Just think about it. I'm going to do what the champion always does in that match. I'm going to walk into expiration date with this belt held high and defend it with everything that I have. My only request is that whoever does manage to make it to the final two with me Whoever decides to stand toe-to-toe with the champion of this great company, don't do what I did. 
Don't choke. Give me a fight. Give me a real title defense that I know I can be proud of and that you can be proud of too, damn it. Because listen here. If you choke, I'm more than ready to drop you on your skull and retain my title. Well, Tibbs, an emphatic plea there from the JWF champion. Uh, apparently, Chuck doesn't just want to go to defend. He wants a fight this Sunday at expiration date. And let me tell you something. If you look at the guys in that match, former champion Guy Fieri, former tag champion, the Hammerman, Crop, Hollywood Holger, the War Wizard. If Chuck Tibbs wants a fight, I'm sure those five men are more than willing to oblige. Absolutely, Sills. And that you, you know that that has lit a fire right under every other single competitor in that match. Because now not only are you looking to have to outlast four other men, you make it down to the final two with Chuck Tibbs, <laughs> you're still going to be in for an entire damn match. That is right. In addition, we're going to see the Captain's Championship on the line. Blake Tanner defending against Funky Flossie, Fomosan, Gazi, and of course the newcomers, Chuck Gibbons and the Jebeduk, who of course, as we mentioned earlier, both of them former JXT champions, both of them with large pedigrees. In addition, the Dylan will be issuing an open challenge for his number one contendership. Bananas and Pajamas will face the BWO in a loser leaves JWF match. And in the main event, women's wrestling is here in the JWF. And those six women are going to fight to see who will go on to quite possibly become the first ever JWF women's champion at Wrestlepalooza. You know what, Sills? I would say this is can't miss, but that would be redundant at this point. Because everything you just said screams can't miss. That's right. But until then, remember to support the JWF on Patreon.com slash a load of BS. We have multiple tier levels there for you to donate. $2, $5, $10. Whatever you can donate would mean the world to us. And pick up merchandise for your favorite superstars at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. I love to see it, Sills. I love to see shirts with my face on them. That is right. But until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs, I've been Silver Spoon, and this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition. And we will see you next time.